Hello again, listeners, viewers, subscribers, and the lady on the bus who's still listening to that guy with the two loud headphones. With you, as always, I'm Top Toast. And I am Any. Welcome to the Odos Toast podcast. And with us in the virtual studio uh, from the Great White North is Debbie Irony. Hello. I I suppose it's just, uh, it's quite large up here in the north. Very cold. Hello. And you are having a white day today as we were literally just... Yes, it's a snowing day here. Absolutely. Uh, My my Pikmin Bloom warned me that it was snowing today, so I didn't go for a walk. Gosh, I, um, it snowed. I'm from Texas. And it snowed a couple of days last year, and it wasn't even a, a huge amount of snow, but my city just shut down and we lost our minds mm-hmm. um, because we never, ever, ever see snow. So I'm a little bit jealous, but also a little bit sad that you have to stay indoors for a couple of days. I mean, I don't have to stay indoors. This is a personal choice. <laughs> yes. I, I well know that the city of Montreal shuts down for nothing. They say, no. you have Metro. The buses keep running and yes. put on more coats. Even yes. in the snow, the buses run in the snow. Yeah, there were there have been a few times where uh, I've I've had to like hand crawl up a, a hill because of the ice situation and because a, a bus could not make it up the hill. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but the, 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 you know these are very like rare circumstances this is not a, a like a monthly occurrence here you're not and, regularly you know, climbing hills. i'm not regularly <laughs> crawling on the on the cement no absolutely not you you are regularly climbing hills though montreal quite the hilly place named for the mountain that it's built on the mountain on the island I suppose, yes. Uh, it is one large island with a big mountain, but uh, it is no- nothing uh, close to like Glasgow or um, Seattle in terms of like epic hills. And so, while that is all really great, <laughs> this is not the Geography Podcast. Well, but we did establish next, that you're in That Montreal. is only on Sundays. <laughs> Um, so I'm sorry, Top, I completely interrupted you. What did you say? I couldn't understand what you just said. I said, this is not the geography podcast. So let's talk to our guest and find out why she's here. They. (laughs) I'm here. Why they're here. I'm here to talk about me, I suppose. Of course you are, because we're huge fans of you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. That is why Irony Tears are huge fans. Um, well, really, okay, so... So, um, to tell you a quick story before I, I, you know, we get into how awesome and who who you are and how awesome you are. Um, one day, uh, you know, Top Toast told me that I should listen to this podcast and, you know, I listen to all things Top Toast. So I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and, um, and then like a couple days later, and of course we talked about how great it was. And then a couple days later or weeks, maybe, I don't know. Um, It was, you know, mid-COVID, so the pandemic, and it just started, and the days all kind of ran together. Yes. um, And then he says, holy shit, put on the fucking podcast, put on the podcast, listen to this episode, this episode, this episode. And um, it turns out that you, uh, on your first podcast, 
that, of course. Yeah. Read a little bit of his email that he yeah. sent to. And we were thrilled. I mean, we were thrilled. It was such um it's like a fanboy and fangirl moment. So, um, we're really excited that you that you um, are giving us the opportunity and you came on. So thank you so much. Thanks. I feel more uh, like fancy than I am. <laughs> well, so, um, you are, in my opinion, um, at least were, were, and I hate to say were, but you were the co-host of what I considered the best fetish podcast in the world. Yeah, uh, and you, 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 know, said that. you owned yeah, that. You, that. You owned that because it was called Fetish World Podcast. You oh, I, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> By default. <laughs> so you were willing to own that. And, you know, yeah, I totally fanboyed when, you know, I shot you a message over Fet Life and suddenly you read it on the air. Yeah. Yeah, that was or, quoted uh, it or something yeah honestly uh like for me any any sort of like interaction that uh comes in from the public like well sure i suck at like checking fat life i'm super honest about it uh but like any sort of like response that i get is of course like fuel for the fire what why wouldn't i want to interact and especially with respectful messages like uh like sure i've gotten the old like you're so hot i can't wait to lick your face oh my god (laughs) Mm. now i buy your panties like sure that's happened but like (laughs) sometimes i'll try to make a buck who knows (laughs) just um but yeah, like why wouldn't why wouldn't I want to interact with other people who are interested in the same things that I am interested in? Why would I want to talk into the ether and have no response? Right. Yeah, yeah so, no, so, so we appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Fast forward a little bit, and I reached out to you because we were taking uh, one of our ad segments and using it to promote the podcasts <laughs> that we enjoy. Yes, and so I asked you for a thirty second spot, and um, I somewhere. As you, in the time it took you to respond to me, I found out the question was moot because that podcast was done. Yes. And you began the next venture. And that is? <laughs> Sub-segment. It's uh, a, a kinky queer podcast. Uh, sort of focusing a bit more on my current uh, lifestyle interests as well as just what's going on and the world that I am currently inhabiting. So, um, is it okay if we, if we ask a few questions about your, um, how you got to this To I mean, because, um, you had this great podcast. And have, <laughs> now I've got this shitty podcast, one. <laughs> you know? So, but what made you get started just in the world of, of podcasting? And you know what, too? What if we just let Irony tell us who she is, too? I mean, she's not just a podcaster. They, and I am not just a podcaster. Uh, okay, so let's do a little bit of a rundown. Uh, uh, my name is Debbie Irony. I use they, them pronouns, which means I am non-binary. Uh, I am a former pro-dom slash current lifestyle dom uh, exploring other things on my own right now as I am in my mid-30s and, you know, felt it time to spread my little birdie wings and see what I can do. Um, <laughs> Because uh, after over 14 years in the kink scene, uh, you tend to just grow as a person. Um, 
I am from Montreal, Canada. I, uh, I live with my partner and co-host, who is also my puppy. Uh, <laughs> and I am uh, having a great time right now at life. Um, my previous podcast was titled Fetish World Podcast, as uh, Toes and Annie has previously stated. It ran for five years. Um, yeah, five years with almost 52 episodes a year. It was a big endeavor, um, but it uh, over the last pandemic, things change and uh, people change and move on and need to change their sort of lifestyles. And uh, then I was apparently not done with podcasting and I was uh, feeling a great lack of um, sort of something. We'll get to it later. I feel like we want to start from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I remember the episode on Fetish World uh, and you were talking about um, I think it was one of the first virtual parties you ever went to and you out of, out of curiosity went to a puppy play party virtually and that was as far as I understand unless I completely mis misunderstood that was how you met Noodles who is now your partner live-in no. partner podcast life partner, partner. Life, life partner yes uh, life partner. Puppy, puppy partner all that jazz um oh no uh, you've definitely got that way less kinky than it actually was, or way more <laughs> kinky than it actually was. It was a hell of a lot more nerdy than than uh, than what you <laughs> I think you're thinking of. But it got a lot kinkier as we as we went on. So uh, we in fact uh, m met uh, <laughs> while I was playing uh, some online tabletop role playing. So not the kind of role play that this podcast might think of, but more the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons style. <laughs> no uh, way! We're, we're, we're happily nerd-friendly. I had my uh, many, many a high school day in a basement over a pizza and Mountain Dew with mm -hmm. dice. So, yes, yes. I'm, I'm... So, it was, it was in the context of talking about the episode, I think, was kind of focusing on yes. how online play was happening. But yes. noodles came into the picture um, as you rolled for initiative. Yes, essentially, uh, in a very like cheesy game of Monster Heart. So it wasn't quite initiative, but uh, I was I was emo and it was great. Uh, we headed off, and uh, you know, I, I had mess. I had I, because I'm a big pervert. So, surprise! <laughs> um, I of course was hosting like online. Senka sets, which kind of uh, rolled into later night uh, shoulder, shoulder, maybe people are naked, who knows. Um, <laughs> and uh, at some point he had come to something and I had said something and I said, I, I think I maybe went too far with him. Uh, so I messaged him separately just to check in because as as perverted as I am, I do not like to make people feel uncomfortable in a bad way. I get that from you. I get that you're very considerate. Yes, I try to be. <laughs> uh, is it Canadian? I don't know. Is it the Catholic guilt? I don't know. Um, we haven't said sorry yet, so we're, no, we're okay. True. Oh. Well, I'm, I've been working on that. <laughs> and that I'm not saying sorry. Yes, I've got my my partner Bliss now has taken to um, giving the Canadian sorry just to kind of jab me in the ribs. Oh, that's funny. 
She, uh, she's her pronunciation is pretty good. You <laughs> love it. Story. You love it. <laughs> it depends yeah, on where okay. you're from. Uh, um, yes, continuing on. Uh, so we met there and then uh, checked in with him and he was like, I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. And then he's like, I'm fine with like kinky stuff. And then we started talking about kink and it snowballed from there to just like uh, talking about experimentation. I had become open uh, again after like a long time of wanting like a submissive in my life that I, I was ready to take on that responsibility, to be very honest, uh, of having People- like... Pardon? People don't realize how much, if you're a good and ethical dom, how much effort and energy can be expended yes. in that. Absolutely. And I am the kind of person that will put like 110% of myself into something that I feel is um, like worthy of growing. So if it's a, be a, a friendship or uh, an endeavor, I suppose, uh, I'm, I'll put all my energy into that because there's nothing better than seeing something grow and seeing something beautiful come from almost nothing, you know? It, it shows, and I think I think Annie and I are kind of the same way. Um, that's mm-hmm. why both all three of us can claim to do a 52-episode-a-season podcast. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're at 48 now with weeks to go. You've got this. God, you know what, though? With, with us, it's getting harder and harder because you know, we're a foot fetish podcast. So somehow we always like try to bring it back home, you know? Um, but at the same time, like foot fetish is so incredibly popular that we mm-hmm. just never run out of things to talk about. So, but with that, you know, we're just kind of fetishy people in general. So, mm-hmm. we just kinda, you know, I mean, if you want to, yeah, if you want to start asking me, like, uh, foot-related questions, I got stories up the wazoo, baby. <laughs> I, I figured you did. But I, I want you, as we're talking about, you know, content and, mm-hmm. um, you know, you you decided to take this next podcast and drill it in a little bit to something a little more specific. Fetish yes. World was almost open the Encyclopedia of Fetish, pick up a page, yep. you know, and kind of focus yeah. on oh, what is this? I never heard this word. What is onanism? Let's, let's talk about it for now. <laughs> um, but now you're, you're doing something um, more specific. So yes. I, yes. one, I want to love, I want to hear more, or I want our audience to hear more about what sub segment is. And then, or first, I yes. want to know how you feel running a broader scale one versus, you know, something a little more focused. And as a podcaster, do you think that you are limiting yourself or, expanding your abilities Mm. big questions big answers okay so to uh i'm gonna start with this sort of last one i suppose and then you can remind me when i forget inevitably what the topic i was saying (laughs) was um yes uh so i'm gonna start with the like broader to micro niching uh if we're (laughs) i guess talking business in a way um I loved being able to have my like broad topics and uh, everything for Fetish World podcast, but it got to a point where um, like the subject matter seemed almost too broad and it seemed like, okay, what are we going to do this week? But is that good enough? And it just got to a point where it like really was too amorphous to like really bring, bring the heat, you know? Um, and the thing about micro niching, which is like when you do, so you have foot fetish as a niche, 
It's a big niche. So a micro niche is like feet in green pumps or feet and balloons or foot to pop. And, like and the these... fact that there is so many micro niches, why we feel oh like we're God. never going to run out of stuff. To talk exactly. About. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for us, we were like the umbrella corp of everything. So it got real just like soupy like trying to trying to grab for for topics in soup whereas like with this um I'm going for well we my partner and I need us and uh I are going for a more like queer-sided aspect because it, it is something that's not being really represented a lot um queer kink and and queer be- meaning like involving like trans and non-binary uh yeah i was gonna ask you you in the gender queer or yes because i'm part of the queer community as a as a pansexual man but still cis male yep uh so we'll we'll, of course we're going to interview cis people that's it's not like only queer bodies but um you know we're going to try and keep it to like yeah, we're going to try and keep it to a more, like, queer identity. So if we mm-hmm. would be talking, and be talking to pansexual people, absolutely. Um, it's just where we get to, like, uh, your more generic, who's already uh, covered in most media, is we're just trying to shine a light on slightly, like, adjacent people, you know? So I'm not going to be like, if I got the chance to interview Dita Von Tees, like, I'd probably be like, oh, wait, no, she's queer. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but I believe so. I believe she identifies as bisexual. I, I read that somewhere. Um, I could be lying. We're, Who knows? we're just horny. Mm, I mean, yes. <laughs> well, uh, my, 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 my wife's it, boyfriend has been known to say, aren't we all just horny apes? Uh, we're all just a little, per- we're all little perps here. That's okay. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did, um, I think I know, I completely understand now what you're saying, because I did listen to your foot fetish uh, episodes, um, and I remember specifically one of them thinking, like, it's great that you guys were talking about foot fetish, and that's in podcast number one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but so much more could have been covered, you know? Like, Absolutely. Not that you didn't do a great job at covering it, it's just... <laughs> one hour you know mm-hmm. which is kind of what I'm feeling with you right now because I want to ask a million questions and I kind of want to jump all over the place mm-hmm. and because you're just so interesting so it's hard <laughs> but you know <laughs> why thank but you I, I'm just I, I'm just blushing this whole this whole thing uh, I'm a big fan girl when I'm a fan I'm a fan so uh. um but but yeah I, I um you know, we, I listened to the, to the first episode of your podcast and, um, you noodles are just super adorable. Um, and it's really interesting as a listener, um, to go on this like, sort of journey with you guys, as you, especially you, as you discover, like knowing the previous podcast and, mm-hmm. and everything there. And then knowing that like, now you're doing all of this super cool, kinky things, but, <laughs> but you're in love and yes. it's, so it's so um I just I just love it it's so (laughs) yes it's it's very interesting because I'm uh one of one of the things that I really wanted to do uh when I turned 30 so I'm 34 now is I was like I don't want to be sexless in my 30s I want to be 
I don't want to be like one of these people that just goes to work, goes home, eats and just sits on the couch and watches like TV all night. You know, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get stuck in a stereotype. And I was really like, and I'm, and I'm saying if, if that is p- other people's lives, that's completely up to you. But for me, that's, that is that's not, what they want. Yeah, yes. They, you want but so. exactly and I was feeling my my life kind of gearing up to be that and I was like uh-uh <laughs> uh-uh and then but the you know the pandemic did that to a lot of us I mean oh really I'm talking was- pre-pandemic love oh pre- pre-pandemic Got yes okay. I'm talking pre-pandemic so um I I started sort of like trying to gear my life towards more activity and like just really started filling my life up with like an insane amount of activity um, to a point where I was like burning myself out on the regular and then the pandemic hit. And then I got to really see like, oh, I faced with the cold hard truth of like what I want to spend my time doing because I have only time to do the things, um, <laughs> you know, uh, that I'm working on at home. It was about just like, Okay, so what do I want? I definitely want more lifestyle kink in my life. I want a partner who, you know, loves me and uh, adores me. And I want uh, I want to explore so many things because I never got to. Um, and so I, I just really got into a point in my like kink light journey, kink journey where I felt like I wanted more, more than I had already had. And not in like a, ooh, I got to try everything right now. I, I just, I wanted like more depth to this, the, the people that I played with and the connections that I was having between um, like dom and sub or top and bottom. Um, so it got to a point where I was just like, ooh, I really fucking need this in my life. And uh, now it's, it's dangerous to touch people. You know, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, and and I absolutely. Where the fuck am I going to meet anyone? So, uh, color me lucky, I guess. Uh, <laughs> tabletop role playing will get you your role play fantasies of your bedroom, I guess. <laughs> Little did we know. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you you just gave hope to all the boys, and girls, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You For can sure. find love on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of reflecting on what you said about the, the pandemic because, for me, right pre-pandemic, when it was when I was sort of rediscovering the local kink scene, mm-hmm. dungeon scene, um, really exploring the dungeon scene and the munch scene that goes with it. And so it was such a hard crash with COVID. In fact, the local dungeon just went under. Yeah. Might oh, not have, really it sad. might not have been under the, the best. It, it pro- The writing was on the wall. COVID mm-hmm. was just the final straw. Yeah. That's really um, sucks, though. Yeah, because then you, you have to reassess and go, how do you reintegrate to the kink scene in a, in a social distanced way? Yes. And so... Sure. That's why I think I focus a lot on that episode of of, um, of Fetish World because it led Annie and I to say we can run a virtual foot party. Yeah, and we did three of them. Uh, the That's third amazing. one got um, the third one finally got X rated. We we tried <laughs> to keep. Them. Well, 
and you know, X-rated was never really the plan. Well, maybe no, no, it wasn't. But it, it ended up being a smaller group, and so basically, actually, it was just it turned into oral sex of Palooza. We don't know why. It was <laughs> I mean, uh, the thing about feet is like everyone wants to like if if you're into feet, the the likelihood that you want it near your mouth is like a big thing, right? So like oral oral sex is is just. Like it's the same. It's right the, there, it's, yeah. It's a sensory yeah. organ that you want in your mouth, so it's going to be feet and then genitals. Yeah. If people are not ticklish, because it might not be feet. Not everyone likes feet. Yeah, but but mm. but if you but but unless they have a tickle fetish, in which yes, case, then you're yeah. good to go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Um. It's it's definitely been a really interesting year, I think, for us. I think for me, I mean, Adoptos has always kind of been a little bit in the kink scene, you know. Um, but for me, I've been married for 15 years to a foot fetishist. Yes. So, <laughs> so like, all things foot fetishy, yes, but never, like, with, like, in a community, you know, up okay. until, you know, the last couple of years. So, for me, every episode of your your podcast that I listen to it, like I learn even just a little bit because I'm not familiar with that I don't have a you know like a mentor so to speak and I'm not like too into a lot of this stuff but I learned just a little bit I mean even like um I was really enjoying your last episode the Game of Thrones <laughs> and I just wanted to know like how did you come up with that because you did it on monsters and you did it on like oh god okay so you know like how did that like Oh, Let's talk about these wait, I didn't catch that episode yet, but yes. is this an extension of the superhero kinks thing? Yeah. Okay. So it because, still doesn't yes, have a title. I so we you in... to lead us to play this. Okay. On, so on it's, it's all right. Well, we can have, we should, it should definitely finish with that. I feel like I'm okay. just going to say that now, but, uh, so the freak in the streets, maybe also freak in the sheets. We're working on it. Is uh, (laughs) is uh, sort of a game that me and Noodles played Uh, one day. He and I were talking about because he is a huge Batman and a huge Superman fan. Like his studio, which is just behind this wall, um, is covered in paraphernalia of like. Oh my god! A beautiful Superman and Batman related stuff as well as a bunch of other nerdy shit um any will tell you i have uh frank miller related ink on me nice what about your batman paddles how about that oh that's true <laughs> yes i i, I uh, have relate, a little, yes. little uh, interest in uh, wood carving and i do uh mm-hmm. nerdy kinky paddles cute Aww. all right continue sorry um, yeah no it's totally fine um so we were talking one night just joking and he said something about um (laughs) batman topping superman and i i don't remember or if it was the other way around because he he said it would be very hot um and i agreed uh but i it's been so long now that i cannot tell you who said what first but we eventually settled on the fact that superman is like definitely a bottom for batman but batman is like a power bottom and he's real angry about it 
Um, I remember that was that was episode one or two. Oh yes, absolutely. But prior to that episode being recorded, we had actually had that d- discussion like months previous uh, to the to the point where for his birthday, I believe, I uh, <laughs> I did a watercolor series for him, a very explicit watercolor series of uh, one of them is Superman taking it in the ass from Batman while he eats out. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman is a woman of color. Superman is a trans man and Batman's just Batman. Um, and then you have uh, one. Batman with... doesn't have gender. Batman yeah. is just Batman. Batman is just Batman. Uh, and there's one with uh, Catwoman. She's wearing a strap on, uh, fucking Superman in the ass, and Superman is sucking. Uh, nope. Fucking Batman in the ass, and Batman is sucking Superman's dick. And there's another one. It's really great. <laughs> um, I do plan to do great. more. Yeah, they're very explicit, so I can't really like put them anywhere. <laughs> uh, Twitter. It yeah, yeah. So fast. Send us a picture, and we'll put you know we'll put them on ours. So we'll put them on <laughs> social media. I really want to see them. Yeah, yeah I'll send them over. I yeah. have your Instagram now. It's easy. So I mean, can Excellent. we challenge you? Maybe one day. Um, to use your art to create one of them, like, sucking toes. Ooh, like, maybe do a little foot fetish somebody? Yeah, probably. That's it. Mm. You know, like, maybe, like, you know, the feet, and they're completely covering the face, and, like, We'll you know, see. Super thrilled. <laughs> All right. So when we get to the wrap-up, um, yeah. we're going to do that, a version of that thing, but um, within within the the roles of the foot community okay. and we're gonna let we're gonna let you pick the superheroes and any and i are going to okay. put them in their their roles within the foot community ah! <laughs> but we got does about it, does it have to be that has to happen okay is that superheroes no or can it be any no 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 uh, fantasy characters. characters okay okay and, i and got the you more, the more familiar the character the better because any's not as big a nerd as i am yeah, I got you. Well, actually, what? no, 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 no. She's all about uh, Harry Potter, Nightmare for Christmas. She's got different nerds. No, I know the superheroes, too. I know them well. X-Men, I'm a huge X-Men fan. All right, I, I, then I apologize. And for a huge that. game of, huge, like, sort of pop culture, just in general. I apologize so. okay. for, for challenging your nerd cred. So... How dare you? <laughs> I'm wearing a Nightmare Before Christmas dress now. So. <laughs> mm. It's very uh, cute. Right. So, so Irony. I... Mm-hmm. Oh, you got you have a direct question for No, no, go, go. I will go next. <laughs> well, we know it from your foot fetish episode and from illusions you've made while we've been on the air that you've got a few foot fetish stories of your own. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of them go back to your pro-dom days, but you, you can definitely tell me I'm dead wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always think I've got, I can tell you my very first pro-dom story, which I have told on my previous podcast, but it's still a great story, so why not? Well, well I do have a question, and maybe you can choose to, which one is the better one to answer first, but yeah. I, I just had a question as to how you got started like just in general in as a pro-dom like where like one day you're just like a regular girl and then the next day you're like I think. well I've never been a regular girl so uh 
<laughs> um, yeah, I answered a Craigslist ad. <laughs> Wait, is Craigslist legal in Canada? <laughs> I mean, yes, but, I but had, also like, like this is this is over ten. This is like fourteen, fifteen years ago, right? So, like, Craigslist was here, and so was Backpages back then, you oh know? Oh, my God, the so, Backpage. Like, everything... I remember when Backpages, before it was Backpages.com, was literally what happened on the back page of a... Yes. ...magazine of a news... that down here was called The Advocate, and it was either... It was the yeah. such-and-such county advocate, depending on where you lived. Mm-hmm. With, with fucking Dan Savage... Mm-hmm. He had his column in the same part. Okay, so you so, answered an ad. What was the ad? Oh, it was just like, do you want to train to be a dog? <laughs> no way! Wow, that, that sounds like the biggest scam in the world. That's- Listen, I have done so many fucking bullshit scam jobs just because it is interesting it sounded interesting yeah uh, and i've got stories for days sometimes you just sometimes you just gotta fly by the seat of your pants you know go for it yeah and yeah. it <laughs> i was already interested in it i didn't know that there was like at the time i didn't know that a scene existed because i apparently was dumb and didn't know how to google anything at the time um well, and no, had never no, wandered into plastic art in September. No, I did, didn't. I was in school. <laughs> okay. So the ad says, do you want to be a pro dom? Something Contact. like that. Yeah. yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I met a guy in a coffee shop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and we talked, but there was, but the thing that Wait, sold me Tim, was. Tim Horton or. Um, oh, no, Bob it was Hope. the second, second cup. Second cup? Where are you in Toronto? <laughs> no, I just, but I am from Ontario, so it is like a yeah, a little, yes. a little flash at home. So Se- yeah, second cup's a bit a bit Toronto for yeah. You know. Yeah, but, um, sorry, that's all good. Uh, so I went there, but the thing was that it, it wasn't like a one on one meeting. It was sort of like a group meeting with other people that had been interested, and some of these people were like, like a kinky job fair. Kind of. Uh, so it was like this, like a group interview. Well, like a group, sort of like a group of people getting together and like wanting to like learn skills. In fact, um, so like I get there and I meet like the one guy, and I was like, "Okay, what's your deal?" And <laughs> he was a submissive who just like found that there wasn't like a whole lot of like groups in Montreal of doms, and he just wanted to like help start a group of doms, I guess. And he wanted to start a dungeon, and he just wanted a place to go and hang out. So he wanted to find like some people, and one of his friends had been like a dom for many many years. And, uh, so she was willing to like teach us. And, uh, so we started the Montreal Doms, which is very old, like sort of throwback for people in Canada. Um, Yeah. Uh, and we had a dungeon in three different locations over like the course of three, four years, I think. Um, yeah so like we we ended up like getting together as as, like a group of like afab people and the one guy (laughs) who would like 
sort of pay for like the spaces that we would go learn in. So it was always kind of just like. Yeah, nowadays we'd refer to him as your simp. Yes, uh, but no. Because... I want to back up a second. I'm sorry, because our audience is not quite as uh, kink forward as yours. AFAB assigned female at oh. birth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just terms that never came up. And uh, that's always my job is to provide the glossary. All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we would get together in like hotel rooms and practice uh, whipping and flogging and talking about like uh, healthy pressure points and, um, you know, where not to hit someone and things, things wow. of that nature. And yeah. So it was good. It like it was essentially the same thing as learning from like a like a working pro dom, but just in a group setting. To be very honest, and then I had my first session, and it was a foot session. So oh my then, god! Okay, so tell us about. Without that. further ado, regale us, regale our audience with that. One. With my my baby dom, and never then- been a sex worker alone with a man paying me before that is the most embarrassing I I will absolutely tell you (laughs) and I want to know too like what your thoughts were Mm -hmm. on you know this foot guy like okay so let's let's, okay so so go ahead so not once did I feel like scared that something would happen to me because for one thing uh the the guy that I told you about was like in the next room uh in the place just like quietly so if I like, your, group, I, your group submissive was also sort of your bodyguard for yes. things you needed to do. Well, for the for the for the beginning, before I really got like the the whole handle of things. Um, well played. I think yeah. Well, Good it's safe, safety first. Um, Absolutely. So <laughs> this guy comes in, and like I I was like twenty. You know, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. There was no like uh, how to how to run a session. Uh, really like it's like do whatever you want and it's feet for an hour like I don't know so <laughs> so I laid out to, that's a good one to start with I think yes absolutely mm-hmm. uh so I laid out like uh like 10 pairs of shoes in this little living room of an apartment and it and I remember being like it's too quiet so I turned on the tv but the only thing that was on was eight mile so <laughs> Eight miles. So now it's soundtrack yes. by Eminem. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. I'm not even shitting you. That's the fucking lose your or it the one lose yourself starts playing like in this in this whole play session. It's so funny. So he comes in. He's nervous too. So like we're both sweating. Um, cause he, I don't think he'd ever seen anyone, uh, to be very honest. I think, uh, he was perhaps, uh, I, I was perhaps his first, which is also, uh, yes, I, I believe so. Little session versions. Uh, we talked for a bit to discuss sort of like what he was interested in. It was still just feet and being like smothered and sniffing and walked on and your standard feet session you wanted to lick the toes and kiss the boots um so I went through sort of like uh I I used him as a catwalk (laughs) oh okay to like to, to for all the different shoes so I tried them on and then I let him sort of like tell me what his favorite ones were 
uh, like he got to get up close and personal with them. Of course, this is a very long time ago. So like some of this mess- memory is likely a lot more like smooth and, and chill than it actually was in person. I don't know. Um, but I remember like, uh, you know, I, I made him get naked and uh, stepped all over his body and I stepped on his feet. And I remember like taking my feet and stretching his feet. And um, and that was kind of a really interesting moment for me because I was like, ooh, you're a foot fetishist and, and I'm in control of your feet now. How does that make you feel? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and again, just fucking Eminem, just the whole time. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, and it was a little awkward, of course. And, uh, you know, when he left, he seemed thankful and then left. But I didn't really see him again. I saw him again about seven years later. He booked me again for another foot fetish session. And that went by a lot more smoothly. And it was very funny for me to, like, open the door and be like, oh, I remember you. <laughs> wow. Did he book it with you on purpose or he didn't realize? Yeah, no, he, he knew who he was booking. Ah, okay. yeah. He was like, "Yeah, you've changed a, a lot. You've gotten a lot more comfortable." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." You think? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "You were my first client. What do you expect?" And he was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> oh, he didn't realize it. No, uh, well, I wasn't gonna tell him. Like, Hi. you're still carrying the block. No, I, that's not your power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing right now give me yeah. your money like it's honestly the thing about like kinks is like in some cases when it's nothing like actually dangerous uh there's a lot of like fake it till you figure it out you know uh it's the same yeah, thing you it's don't, like when you, you don't st- want to do that with suspension bondage or electro no. play but <laughs> other things you can kind of but like honestly if you ever get like a set like a harness or uh like a like a strap on or something and you're like oh i'm not sure how to put this on but you gotta fucking pretend like you do know how to put it on if you're in the moment you know (laughs) you you want to look sexy putting a like a leather harness on but it's only like an x with a strap across you better figure out real quick how to put that on in one smooth motion or you look real dumb (laughs) it's in public play (laughs) yes so, so as this like newbie Adam, um, what did you think of a guy wanting nothing but you know uh, foot play? Did did you have any? Had you had any experience with feet at that point? Um, not in like an extravagant sort of way. Like I've always sort of had sensitive toes, so I like having them sucked on when I'm having sex and things like that. But, we we've um, talked about that many times. So you know, like vanilla guys, you know, sucking toes during intercourse is not considered foot fetishy. And then we're like, well, then why are you bugging on us sucking toes when we're not having intercourse? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's funny because like it, it absolutely is technically kinky. It's just so it's so widespread that like no one realizes it's kinky. Because they don't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you remember thinking, like, oh, this guy's weird? No, never. Um, I, I tend not to try. Well, I try to not 
I try to tend not to judge people um, because kinks are very specific. Uh, they can be from places of like uh, deep sadness or deep compassion or like moments that they're trying to relive where they felt the most happy, right? Um, like at the base of things, the, the reason why we do the things we like is because it makes us feel good. And uh, as a sex, sex worker, you am I allowed to say that on the internet? I don't know. You can say it if you want. <laughs> okay. uh, we put the big E in the corner. You yes. can fucking um, say anything you fucking want. <laughs> and uh, like as a sex worker, the last thing you want to do is elicit shame in a person. And I actually just went to like a discussion on this this weekend about like the difference between like shame and humiliation, where shame is like something one puts on oneself and humiliation is something that you feel because of others. Um, and I don't want to elicit shame. Like I don't want to yuck somebody's yum. Uh, the, I've only done that a handful of times and it's really just because they were either like asking for like racial stuff, which I'm really not comfortable doing, or it became like fluid play, which I'm also, uh, like I've tried it, but it's not my, my not, jam. Not a fan of wet and messy. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I did a shit ton of content in, in the like uh, wet and messy variety, but, uh, not of the golden or brown variety of the wet and messy Mm. <laughs> possibly just a big, a big tub of pudding yes absolutely uh, there are videos on the internet there are many <laughs> okay so so you session with the sky yes. he gets trampled and stepped on and yes slightly humiliated and yep. he gets to worship your feet yes he was very much my carpet so there was a little bit of like uh degradation thrown in um for an ophelia if you if you really want to stretch it because we i really did call him my carpet <laughs> okay that's funny okay yeah okay and um and did you get any pleasure from it i mean absolutely i would i don't think that had i not enjoyed that session uh like in some way uh if you're talking like sexually i think i was a bit too nervous at that point and it's very much like that first time that you have sex with somebody is like well i don't know what we're doing but it's fun yeah. whatever um and then like you kind of get to know each other it, it, i believe that the like sessions were very much that because it's very much like a stress 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 i'm in it Ooh, this is fun so uh because i i am a big planner like a plan. Oh, okay. like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. That's uh, when I said, let's figure out what we're talking about on the show ahead of time is because I like to plan ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are just gabbing about nothing and everything. <laughs> I, I sent you three points. We might have mm -hmm. hit two of them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And right, I forgot and about the superheroes game. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, you know, if we have time, sure. Oh, we uh, still got time. So fast forward, I, I just, I would like to know um, if there was either in a pro setting or a personal setting, mm -hmm. if you got a, uh, a foot fetish, we, we can use session for either term, just, you know, pardon the, the parlance on it, mm -hmm. um, where that was just like an enjoyable, you were into it, you know. Oh, yeah, I've got one of those. I've got plenty of those. <laughs> um okay so 
guess this would have been fetish weekend. I want to say it's 2011 because I think I was a blonde at that point. I don't. Um, I don't think I was up there until 15, so it wasn't me. Then again, I actually got zero because by the time I went up there, Montreal Fetish Weekend had become Montreal Latex Weekend. Mm. They got the sponsor and everything became latex. And if you didn't own latex, uh, you could sit on the curb. Mm. Barf. Um, I'm going <laughs> to skip that. Uh, and take that note, to, and I will, I will take that note for the future um yeah so in 2011 i went and i was uh, monitoring a dungeon at that point and let's see this just this random man showed up and i had been on my feet for three days and he offered me a foot massage while i i got to sit in uh, the throne that was in the dungeon and I will never forget this foot massage. Oh. This, the man used his nose. And he had like a big sort of like a, like a French nose. It was a very strong sort of good nose. And he used his nose to like massage the pressure points in my arches. Oh. And I remember just being, and he was slow and he never, he, he like kissed my feet, but it was never like wet uh, he never used his like teeth on my feet, and it was really about like giving me a foot massage, and like enjoying that moment. And it was probably one of the single most like sensual sort of experiences I had with a complete stranger. Um, like I was aroused because my feet were so like relaxed, and I was like especially like uh, such a release of like pain and tension as well from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because like honestly a foot massage there like there's there are a few things that are better you know <laughs> um oh my god when was the last time i had one of those Ooh, i have to ask one <laughs> uh yeah so it it's uh it was it was a good good night like i and then just like i never saw him again he just like disappeared into the night and like and like we had this really lovely sort of like back when we were hugging people uh a really sort of lovely mm-hmm. hug and I'm not uh one to just hug strangers so much um so that that felt like a very like sweet moment and uh he was clearly you know enjoying himself I was also teasing his body with my feet when I was not having that oh one. gosh he was mm. in he must have been in heaven. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was on cloud nine. Like I just remember like my head being very um like floaty and like heady. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You I, just remind me of something, just a tiny anecdote from uh, your first episode when I was talking to Annie when your first episode dropped of, mm-hmm, of subsegment mm-hmm. of the new podcast. And you spent uh, I I don't think a, it was a brief moment. Um, pointing out that, you know, you were English-Canadian and um, Noodles was French-Canadian. Yes. Um, in one, your your prior co-host was heavily accented. I could never figure out Ivan's accent. It was like five different places. <laughs> but Noodles um, is obviously French. And yes. you said it like you were bridging the United Nations in, in one moment. And I, I pointed that out to Annie, and she's like, huh? I, I, I glazed over that. Because <laughs> Americans well, do not understand 
the the well, French Canadian the, the French English divide, and I don't want to do labor it, but it's that you know I'm not if I were you know just sort of American you know like like born and raised and all my family's American like maybe I would have known something about that, but I'm first generation American. All of my family is from Latin America. They're from Central America. They okay. speak Spanish. So I didn't even know what Canada was until I was well, you know, okay. I, you know. So I'm first me, generation American, but all my family is Canadian. So it's not right. No, nobody realizes that I'm a foreigner. Hmm. But Americans don't realize the... Um, that French, especially in the province of Quebec and especially in Montreal, the, the French-English divide, and you you say you throw it out there like it is, um, I don't know, American Civil War, North versus South, or, and it, it's just like, it, it's, it struck me because you said he had a very French nose. Mm. And I just... Oh, I, I love I love friends, the French. Right? I love the French. Obviously, no, no, no. Obviously. But I mean, I mean, your classic like Parisian film star like nose. So like, well, uh, your Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu, because yes. that nose is kind of frightening. I, I I love his nose. <laughs> no, I absolutely love his nose. That is a, no Gerard Depardieu's nose is fantastic. <laughs> Anyways, that guy had a nose like Gerard Depardieu. Okay. Okay. So, I, so look for a guy with a nose like that, so I can have the world's best foot rub. Uh, if he's willing to use all of the pressure on his face, yes. Because okay. this guy just like, <laughs> like pulled his face from my foot. Yeah, <laughs> it was right, so good. right in there. Yeah, we we've we've discussed even the foot rub technique and and foot worship technique and. Use everything at your disposal. And that guy just, he was following that. He was, yes. you know, he was there. He was involved. He he was yes. engrossed in it. He was lost I, in I the mean, sauce. I never thought about that. See, I, I would worry that I'd like really hurt his nose. If well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was not doing any of the pressure on his face. He was completely, completely man, man, man handling my foot. Uh, I just... <laughs> But he was like very gentle about it with me. Um, but like he used his face, so all of the pressure came from him. And that's that's kind of the, where we've had issues with. Everybody assumes that in a female femme femme presenting mm-hmm. the male foot fetish relationship that the 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 femme presenting is always the top. Mm. Or, oh yeah yeah and i've been pushing very hard and any any can back me because her husband is much more the dominant person in their relationship and we've been trying to dispel that myth and i think your your story while he was still worshiping me he was absolutely like you, topping from the bottom if you want to if yes, you want to take it that way absolutely yeah um i if i mean i think that there's this sort of like expectation that men have that they're like oh when i go up because this is quite often uh in my experience it's uh, a man coming up to ask to play with my feet there is very rare that i have ever had i've never had like a non-binary or um woman uh come and ask me to play with my feet as of yet uh, but 
I would not. <laughs> I would not disagree. Um, Maybe soon. Who knows? One day soon. <laughs> when things open one day, yes, hopefully. Um, let me find my spot once more in my brain. Hmm. Um, maybe I'll remind Eddie uh, to find her camera for a moment too while you're thinking. Yes. Um, yes. So tops, topping from the bottom. There we go. Uh, yeah. So I think that it's it's one of those things that people think that they have to like roll up to the club and be like, "Mistress, may I massage your feet?" And then, you know, they go through the whole thing where they get on the ground and they start to to sort of rub the feet just a little bit. And then they stick the whole thing in their mouth. They're like, because it's uh, I because they're desperate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how for like human. Con- but this, this is the thing is like, this is what I have experienced regularly. Um, so this is not like a oh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want me to redo the golem part, or because <laughs> it was pretty good? It was. It was excellent. Golem the foot fetish just was excellent. Yeah. Okay. You I'm know what? Skip that. No. No. I missed that. You know what? This, yeah. we're, we're gonna we're gonna leave the technical difficulty in because it's all good. Yeah. And we're just okay, gonna keep rolling. Yeah. Or just clip clip the technical difficulty out. Put a little sign that says technical difficulty, and then um, bleep back in. <laughs> excellent. I whatever love we that. need to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so, so what I missed? What is this golem thing we're talking about? <laughs> oh, okay. Then you have to repeat it. Well, um, I won't do the golem thing. You'll have to watch it in post. But I was just saying that, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's not cool to like roll up to a dom in in a public setting, and be like, "Can I massage your feet?" and then stick the whole foot in the mouth like immediately, you know, and chomp on it. Um, and I feel like that's sort of like what foot fetishists assume like has to happen uh when in yeah, reality i'm gonna i'm gonna say no um and and my experience is a little i'm a little older than you i'm a little older than both of you and so the older scene was in nightclubs and yes i i'm gonna say this is not good but it's the way it was consent was not so verbalized and literal i hate assumed consent it, so it, was, it, it was just it was, it was just a kind assumed? of assumed consent. But as a as a good foot guy who was still sort of in the submissive mode in those days, mm. you know that level of assumed consent really, you know, you, you, it it wasn't you weren't getting so did you just like read too fast? You just but, like read the signs and then wait until somebody pushed you away or something like that. Like, how does that? Well, no, because what would happen is so like the clubs would have couches and the girls would or the the women would sit on those couches and maybe take off their heels from dancing because, as I said, it's in the club scene, <laughs> and you could kind of sidle up and then sit down on the floor near them, and it was very obvious 
how consent was given. It just wasn't the the proper 21st century verbalized consent. It wasn't like literally asking, like, do I have your consent to blah, blah, blah. Okay. Right. Because you're already putting yourself, you're lowering yourself to an on the floor next to them situation. And... I mean, there's still a negotiation from what I'm understanding is like, you're not just like... You're not just like rolling up to those feet while somebody just took their shoes off and like immediately putting them in your mouth. You're like, no, you're sitting on the ground, making eye contact. <laughs> yes, that 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 is that is in this in this kind of context. I feel like that it it sort of like blurs the lines of like it's not unconsent. Like it's yeah, very, it's not ex. What, what's the Explicit it's consent. not the enthous- explicit and enthusiastic is probably the dungeon term that of mm-hmm. du jour. Yeah. Uh, it's not that. It's definitely um, in the in the realm of implied consent. And mm-hmm. thankfully, at least I We've was never so. This. I would well. the The scene has evolved, and you you grow to evolve to the scene. Yes, it worked well in that scene. And that was also when a time when I was definitely very in a submissive mode. So it didn't, I wasn't going to violate anyone. I, you know, if I sat down and the implied consent was there to touch and there was a pull away, that's it. You, you step away, you, you move on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not what the scene is these days. Um, but I prefer people to just come up and introduce themselves Ooh, so strange. What a concept. <laughs> oh my God. How, what, what a concept. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> well, okay. So, we so we were dirty New York City nightclubs and it was all anonymous. And it was... <laughs> but yeah, um, I-, I think even in the days when, when the consent was not the express and the, the ask I, I don't imagine anyone at least I couldn't imagine myself going from like rub to, to choking on your foot in 3.2 seconds mm-hmm. I think that was the point I was trying to make and got took the very circuitous way there I apologize <laughs> well but you hey, know, we all get paid to most women you know or most people let's say most people on the receiving end of that and and that's another thing that we battle right like is it always just men that are the like you know the worshipers and so so top used to tell me that I didn't have a fetish because you know I didn't I wasn't the one that was liking or chasing feet like but I was like no it is because my fetish differs in that I want my my feet worship yeah I want absolutely that's a fetish so he's, you know, we, we, we've oh, come around. we've adjusted yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we've, we've <laughs> I was like, I would happily people. argue yes. this. <laughs> well, we compared it to the rest of the King scene where things have a top and a bottom, mm. uh, a give right. and a receive. And so if I'm a foot fetishist and I am worshiping feet, then the person receiving foot worship and taking enjoyment of that is also a foot fetishist. Yes. Right. Well, so, so or or they are or they are exploring foot fetish. True. Because yeah, just right. because you it, just because you do something does not make it the thing that right. Is yeah. Your fetish. Right. It is when well, when you actively continue to seek that fetish uh, and it becomes a fetish object. So then you become like sexually aroused from that. 
is when it becomes a fetish because a, a fetish in itself is a fetish for an object and the object being the foot. Mm, yes, true, true definition of fetish versus paraphernalia. <laughs> yes. Well, I think Annie's got 15 years in, in foot fetish and I've got 40 <clears throat> or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always, you know, it's always um, the person that's receiving you know, the person that's doing that. See, and I don't, we, we struggle with what word to call it because is it worshiping when, you know, my husband, you know, flips me over, climbs on top of me, takes my shoes off and starts sucking on my toes. Of course, it's always consent, you know, but um, that's just so Todd. <laughs> is it, uh, you know, is it, is it worshiping? I mean, is he worship? Like what's happening there? Hmm. What's he doing? You know? Um, well, then it's but, just foot sex. Right at that point, yeah. So, so I feel mm, like but oral proteo intercourse is just kind of way too clinical. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you could call it a foot job. Yeah, I that's a different. T- uh, typically, it means like uh, feet on dick, but like t- t- a blow job is dick in mouth. mouth so. on dick. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. and we we. We kind of we struggle the idea that there are so many different ways to have foot sex that the, the foot job is like almost the least of them. Mm-hmm. It's the more obvious one, so we're like mm. not we're like completely against it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you've got the arches, and then like the dick is kind of the shape between it. It just sort of like puzzle piece fits together. Yeah, it it works really well, but mm. it's. I don't know. For a lot of us, it's it's not the end mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that's that's the general and then consensus. As, as mm-hmm. you, as our representative of the the, the queer community. Oh, uh, Jesus you know, Christ! Okay. <laughs> you know, there there are plenty of times when foot sex comes into a relationship where there aren't one or more penises, and yes. it's totally awesome. I mean, I haven't had a penis, so it's going to happen. But, you know, why? Why are you limiting yourself to thinking that that is the thing? Mm. You know? I mean, that's the, 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 same, the same thought pattern is why is anyone limiting themselves to anything, right? Right. Uh, so it's the question that we all have as, like, uh, queer people. It's like, why would you limit yourself to that? Or if you're polyamorous, why would you limit yourself in monogamy? Um, why would you limit yourself to like one favorite type of coffee like enjoy them all yes yes (laughs) but but like we're also creatures of habit so and we are creatures of ease so as humans we like things to be uh, simplified and uh, quick that's why Mm. we are in the problem of society that we are currently in uh we want it faster cheaper you know Right. Um, so what's the quickest way to promote a foot fetish? What's, how's the, what's the easiest way to pump out content? Well, you just put feet on a dick. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been producing foot type content for six years and not once have I ever produced content with my feet on a dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Good for you I, for I mean, being the minority. It probably would sell the most at this point. I get a lot of requests for that, but that's not 
you know, I, if that's I not don't. what you want to make. That's no, fit. that's not what I want to make. Yeah, um, I've seen your husband's dick. It would, it would sell. <laughs> it would. It really would. He's got a beautiful thick cock. I mean, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, m- maybe I'm just being like selfish, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm an attention whore, and I'm like, no, no. All of the attention has to be on my feet, not on his cock. Mm. No, <laughs> I mean that that that's that's um exhibitionism dominance and maybe a bit bratty. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yes, all of that. <laughs> De- definitely, definitely. Um, any any has some good bratty tendencies. So I am unfortunately <laughs> I glancing over my shoulder to clock, and I would like uh, Deputy Irony to uh, glance over her shoulder. Yes, at a clock. their shoulder. Yes, I am looking at it now. I'm actually just thinking of my last character here. Oh, okay. Um, uh, let's see, uh, femme or mask for this last character. Okay, Wait, what do you want them feminine or masculine for this last? Because I've got two already. Oh, okay, oh, whatever. Yeah, flip a coin. Well, you you flip a coin because it's going to help me. <laughs> okay, let's do um, a masculine. Okay, um, all right, let's do. All right. So welcome to uh, Freak in the Streets, also Freak in the Sheets. Maybe we'll figure this title out eventually. Um, (laughs) So today we want to know in the foot community, where does Spider-Man live? Ursula the Sea Witch. Oh. And Magneto. Oh, oh, oh three, <laughs> three excellent characters. All excellent. right. And yeah. you've got 10 minutes. Okay. okay. So Ursula right. the go Sea first? Witch, I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it out of order because Ursula the Sea Witch herself doesn't actually have feet. So that changes things in the foot community. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that she's like not participating in foot angry sea witch on you know uh, during the week and sucking toes on the weekend i don't think she is i think no i i'm thinking it comes from a place of 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 deep desire she wants feet so bad (laughs) you know that she she you know she will do whatever it takes to to because that's what she does for the little mermaid right she gives her feet and legs Right. So, so my, Ursula the Sea Witch, in my mind, Ursula the Sea Witch's foot-related kink is bastinado. She doesn't have feet of her own. The only experience she has is, like, giving her arch enemy's daughter feet as part of a deal with the devil kind of thing. But she wants those foot-having people, she's going to cane the shit out of their souls. That's right. How dare, you have How dare you have something that I don't have? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, she's definitely, um, you know, very dummy. She's very, uh, she definitely lives in that world. And to the point of, of I mean, she's a cruel dom. She's not, she's not. Uh, no, nice no. This is, this, is not, this is not my bastinado. She is breaking skin. There are welts. There are Absolutely. blisters. Absolutely. Yeah. Pain. Inflicting pain. Yes. That's her, her fetish. Um, wow. Okay. Anything else on Ursula? 
Well, I think what we is, got, what I think is she irony? What what her dig now that we've said our two cents? What my, what do you? My opinion. Yeah, uh, I believe that she's in fact a shoe fetishist, and that she would uh, have like one of those closets filled with lots and lots of shoes. Because though she does not have feet, she has many tentacles, and thus can wear many shoes all at once. Ah, mm. okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> So she can do like full length boots, little, little, and because she's got the suction cup, she can wear any kind of shoe. And she can mm. wear in all sizes, in yes. any size. Yes. Yes. Can, can she get a thigh high to stay up on the suction cups? Yes. Because the can suction she... cups hold them up. Mm. The yeah. suction cups go all the way up. All right. So Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yes. Ah, uh, he is, he just, at least the, the most recent depictions in the MCU, he is so the ultimate simp. And I don't think that he's, he's the ultimate Iron Man slash, um, uh, uh, Iron Man's real name. Fuck. Tony <laughs> Stark? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. He's the ultimate Iron Man, Tony Stark simp. He's almost an, the Aunt May simp because they made Aunt May, Marissa Tomei. Um, and I don't think that changes. I don't think in the bedroom he's any less a simp. And if you look at some of the other, the Tom Holland era with... Um, but what, but what is he... What with do you Mary like Jane. Is he simping like he's a submissive and he's doing whatever his foot goddess wants him to do? Or is he simping like okay. he's so, 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 he's so poor, shy? So friendly and, neighborhood Spider-Man has sent Mary Jane 16 pair of fucking Wolfords and it's some other guy sucking her toes anyway. Mm, <laughs> little cuckolds. Yeah, yeah, he's a little, definitely, I see that, I see that. Okay. Um, I think... A, a cup uh, would be watching, a simp would unfortunately not ever know. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's pleasing her because she's getting them and she's saying, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then somebody else is banging her while she's wearing them. Okay. Right. So it just brings him joy to know that he's provided for her, even though he's not going to get to enjoy it. Yes. Um, Spider-Man wears women's panties, too. Okay. Yeah. I'm into that. Can I? He wears a little nylon. I'm not not sure what else would fit under the spandex because of all the modern superheroes, he's like the only one still wearing spandex. Well, the only what the only way he can fit into the Spanx is he wears nylon so he can slide Mm. in and out. He he's a nylon wearer. I mean, I'm super I'm super into this, but I'm going to one up you on on your Marissa Tomei Aunt May. He's in fact a dirty little boy, not little boy, but like a boy. With the big capital capitalized for Tony Stark, and he likes to get stepped on by Tony Stark in some big old work boots. Oh! <laughs> and he's in fact quite often shoved onto the ground because that he is never on the ground as Spider Man, um, and he yes. gets shoved down to the ground, stepped on, pushed into the dirt, and he just worships the fuck out of t- Tom of Finland, fucking looking Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm with you on that. At the same time, like his allowance is still going to simp for Mary Jane and sure. probably Black Widow. 
his allowance. <laughs> Twelve dollars. Well, no, because he's cutting out. I mean, if we're if we're MCUing it, he's Iron Man's ward, so his mm. allowance has increased a lot. <laughs> and and Natasha Romanoff doesn't actually know where the La Perla lingerie is coming from, and he's okay with that. Aww. All right. Uh, okay. Now Magneto. 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 Oh, God. We're talking about Ian McKellen, Jew, concentration camp Magneto, right? Well, I mean, it can be the cartoon Magneto. Now, the cartoon Magneto was kind of weird with the, with the pink crown. I'm not, I'm not feeling that character. Mm-hmm. They're but, kind of all the same. What are you talking about? They're well, okay. Magneto is still... The the angry pro, the the angry strong pro mutant Magneto with Magneto. Gotcha. Power. Okay. okay, Magneto is obsessed with foot jewelry. I'm into it. That's that's his, you know, because some he can control, some metals he can, and some he can't, and so he's obsessed with seeing a beautifully thick foot with a bunch of toe rings and anklets and whatever else is on there because then he can pull that metal up to him with his mind and bring it right up to his face without ever having to touch the feet that's fucking great but i've now just got this image of like magneto going to a lot of beach destination weddings where all these women wear those like foot jewelry (laughs) shoes on the beach the but tallest sandals he's, on the he's, <laughs> he's definitely super dumb about it. Oh like, yeah, it, it's yeah. absolutely like you know, flip them up by their ankle bracelet and pull their foot in position by the toe ring and give it the slightest kiss, and then just shove them away and make right. them want. And he's into he's into suspension a little bit too. And, and very in my yeah. mind, he's very much into sort of a season denial, foot fetishist top kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I can get by that. I can only he's get by the, the 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 tying up if it's tied up with chains because there's no way that man works with ropes. <laughs> no chains no, are yeah, it's all metal. Tough it's if all he's metal. In a rush. Mm-hmm. So he needs yeah. a heavy player. He is into binding. He is into binding the feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I definitely see his his foot fetish approach. Whatever, whether whatever metal he's manipulating to make it happen, I feel it's a very tease and denial. Like, you know, I'm going to kiss a big toe and the then kind of shove you away and make you want more. And and yeah, that, that's where I'm seeing him. Yeah. But I can also picture him being sort of a tease to himself, and at some point, just completely losing control and just ravishing the foot. Yeah, like rah, 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 I mean like, he he's oh, known he's nice. known for like losing his cool now and then. Yeah, so yeah. so that's what happens is he ends up sl- they're doing that super messy sloppy, you know, worship. Like he just yeah. ends and up the entire toes so feet are soaked in his spit. That's what it is. Outside <laughs> the whole world, I feel there's a lot of. Is sexual tension between him and uh, Professor Xavier anyway. Oh, come on now. Yes, of course. He goes I and mean, takes care of Professor X. We already know that. He fucking manicures his feet. <laughs> they take care of each other. 
he does. Also, yeah. also, I really, I, I have to go soon, but I really just need to impart this like absolute canon that Magneto wears a toe ring. Magneto himself wears a toe ring. Yes, Magneto himself wears a toe ring, unlike the middle toe. He wears. He's got the long middle toe, like yeah. longer than oh, the rest he's, he's of got them, and toe. he dresses them in toe in toe rings. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, okay. This is, <laughs> Stanley is dead, so we'll have to tell Jack Kirby. But this is law. <laughs> All right. Well, is um, that what we're wrapping? Because it feels like yep. it is that I time. Mean, I have, you know, I didn't get to like, you know, a million questions that I have for irony, but I knew that it wouldn't. I knew <laughs> yeah. that it wouldn't. So you can always just you... write to me, and I'll eventually get back to you if you just have personal questions. We might do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or and force then you to answer our here. questions on the air for the next seven episodes of yours. I mean, you can also uh, you can also do that. Uh, it is welcome. <laughs> Questions are always welcome. Um, So where can, tell us, how can we listen to your podcast? Yeah. And where can we find you? You can find us on the internet, which is really handy. Um, (laughs) You go to www.subsegmentpodcast.com. You will find us there. Uh, We are on uh, SoundCloud all the audio related things at subsegment podcast um if you go over to instagram it's subsegment pod and uh as well as on twitter and on facebook it's just subsegment and uh you you if if you were previously following the uh, fetish world podcast a podcast i don't know why that was said with that accent you moved podcast. yes podcast um <laughs> uh it's the same page so if you were already liking us and following there it's i just switched it over okay very good Uh, and uh, if you want to wait as per usual if you want to wait like several weeks uh and try to message with me directly via fetlife it's debbie-irony but again i'm real bad at it (laughs) so instagram we are within a week and a half so i I expected to never hear from you. And like a week and a half later, I'm on the mentioned on the podcast. I'm like, what the fuck? You lied to me. Hey, I, I, you got me like right at the end of like a five week, just not checking. So <laughs> I just happened to be at the top of your inbox. And like, we, like yeah, back. we are That's just exactly lucky it. bitches. We are just yeah. lucky bitches. <laughs> well, I am so glad that that, that message turned into a, uh, a shout out that turned into us shouting you out on our show and us wanting to promote your podcast and you starting a new podcast and yeah. us saying, fuck it, don't record a 30 second because we're going to bring you on for almost an hour and a half. Right. And that's where we're going to be because we all love each other. Or at least mm. I know we, we love you. We definitely love Irony and Noodles. Yeah, absolutely. Love, thank you very much. We love Irony. <laughs> Give our best to Noodles. We I love will. Noodles too. Yeah. Uh, we love all of our listeners and uh, all of our viewers on <laughs> YouTube who've gotten a special uh, treat because two beautiful faces. And <laughs> to those of you who are masturbating to our faces, voices, or just because they're compulsive this entire time. You're welcome. Very welcome. Oh my God, she's shaking the finger. They're shaking the finger, yes. 
I love it. All right. They, I apologize. Mm -hmm. We'll get used oh, to it. Yes. Oh, no. I am, I, you know, I am absolutely right. Top toes, you're always correcting me. I just can't. I'm a nut. You know, us, we'll get it. us Xers and some of the older millennials, mm -hmm. you'll just have to keep smacking them in the face with your, yeah, their, you know, with your Davis, and we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll never fault you for hitting us over the head with the crowbar of they. <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a hand smack. That's all right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, I guess then all we need to say is goodbye. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you so much. We no problem. You very much. You've been awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>